in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandonsitdown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to episode 658 now of the Ron and Don Show, and we are live in the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to talk about the Oxford Word of the Year. And in fact, my son taught me this word, and I've been trying to be this word all year, Ron. And I don't know. In fact, I asked him this morning at breakfast if I am this word, and he started laughing uncontrollably. Uh, also coming up, uh, what's an expensive item that you bought? In fact, I was reading this online. People were talking about the fact that they bought an expensive item, and sometimes you buy it and you kind of regret it, right? In fact, I bought something during COVID that I kind of regret and kind of just gets in my way now. But what is an expensive item that you bought? And you're like, you know what? I'm glad I spent all that money on that particular item because it has made my life so much better. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Ron's in Barcelona, Spain for a couple days, and I am back here in Seattle, Washington. And on our last podcast, we talked about the fact that the Washington Huskies were being disrespected by the Oregon Ducks. In fact, my son and I had an invitation, my friend Scotty, and also his friend, his lifelong friend, he has a lifelong friend like Ron does. His name is Ron, so it's Ron and Scotty. And in fact, we went over to one of their rentals that I helped sell uh, a couple of years ago. It has a cottage in the back, and we helped set up a short-term rental. And in fact, I went over there. We were talking about their short-term rental because they're just thinking about doing some different things with it. And they said, oh, by the way, uh, let's talk about the short-term rental, and we'll sit down and we'll watch the Washington Husky game. And I'm like, no, at your house, it's not the Washington Husky game. It's the Oregon Duck game because you're an Oregon Duck and Ron's an Oregon Duck and all your friends are Oregon Ducks. So anyway, they invited some people over. They had a pizza party. It was really great. We got to talk about short-term rentals. And we also got to talk about uh, the game. And we sat there, we watched this game. I had to get up at some point and uh, take my son home. But Ron, I don't know if you had a chance to watch the game from Barcelona, Spain, or if you had a chance to read about it. What did you think about the Washington Huskies? I think the Oregon Ducks were favored by nine. And the next thing you know, the Huskies are up 20 to three. You know that Bo Nix is going to make a run. And of course he did. And as the game ended up, the Huskies ended up winning another close one by three. And here they are now in the national championship games, ranked number two in the country. That is unbelievable. Your thoughts. Well, first off, uh, when you talk about the lines, um, that, that, that's a that's a betting line. So when you say the the Huskies are favored or the the Ducks were favored by nine, what that really means when, when if people don't understand how that means is in, in Las Vegas they set a line, and what they want to do is get an equal amount of bets on both teams because in that way, then the casino makes all the fees and they don't lose any money. And so when they set a line, uh, their experts look at the game and they go, "What number do we need to put in here?" 
year so that half of the bets will be for Washington and half of the bets will be for Oregon. So they normally set the line. And then if the betting is like, let's say 70% for uh, the Huskies, they'll move that line and make it more generous so that the, the bets then even out. So while that number I think is offensive, <laughs> and I think that obviously if you look at it logically and the fact that the, that the Huskies had already beaten Oregon once this year, but the gambling line is not necessarily reality. That's a money situation where a casino wants bets even on both sides. But it was insulting for sure. I think the, the thing to me that has been remarkable in this is that the Pac-12 absolutely shot itself in the foot. What a, it Probably the most exciting division, top to bottom, uh, of any of the Power Five conferences. And they imploded so like this whole thing goes away next year so all of the history all of this rivalry all of this heritage that we've had our entire lifetimes we're probably going back to our parents entire lifetimes but it was the pack eight um i i watched my dad one time have a 45 minute conversation with jim plunkett talking about the pack eight when uh, jim plunkett played in stanford and my dad uh and mom lived in in uh, spokane then used to go watch them play the Cougars and and just that heritage is going away. So that to me is is something that that that, that makes me sad for this year. So I hope that the Huskies go on and beat Texas. Um I think them being the underdog is actually good for their psyche. Um I think they have a more than a fighter's chance of winning that game and making it uh, to the next round. Um so Ending the Pac-12 era with a University of Washington national championship would be nothing short of astonishing to me. Yeah, they had to, though. So so, so I'll disagree with you on this point. I, I won't disagree on, on the fact that the Pac-12, Ron, has been very exciting. And, and I won't disagree on the fact that I'm going to be sad because I like some of these rivalries. And what you're going to see now is like Washington State, for instance, at the end of this bowl, they're going to get because no one's going to want to play for them. Oregon State, who's become quite a team and quite a rivalry. And I've loved watching the Beavers play, the Beavs, as they call them. Uh, and it was very tough for the Huskies to go down there and beat them. I'll miss that rivalry and also miss the rivalry between Oregon and Oregon State because th those rivalries will start to go away. It seems like we're still going to play Washington State and the Apple Cup, but it's going to be a very different Washington State. And here's what we have to look at moving forward. And here's what the University of Washington looked at. Uh, and in fact, the woman that made this decision for them actually made the decision, ended up uh, uh, leaving the University of Washington as the athletic director. And now she's she's at USC. They had to make this decision. And if you don't believe me, look at what happened to Ohio State this year. That quarterback, right, that led Ohio State all year long, and then they end up losing a game to Michigan. What did he do as soon as that game was over? He jumped in the transfer portal. And why did he jump in the transfer portal? Because did you know a college quarter? There'll be college quarterbacks next year. In fact, I was talking about this with, with Scotty and Ron, who are like Rod and Don. Again, they were, they've been childhood friends since they were two years old. Pretty unbelievable. So we're sitting in, in their short-term rental because there wasn't somebody there this, this weekend. So we're, we're watching the game, having this pizza party. And, and I said, there, there are quarterbacks next year that will in, in the college game 
that will make somewhere between three and nine million dollars. So why did that? Uh, why why did the Ohio State quarterback say I'm going to jump in the transfer portal? Because he's putting a gun to the head of Ohio State and saying, you know what? I'm going to go out on the open market. I'm going to shop myself. And I'm going to see if there's another team out there that wants to pay me more because that's what it's all about, right? So he may end up staying at Ohio State because Ohio State now has to jump and make sure that they come up with somewhere between 3 and $9 million. How come Caleb Williams? Uh, how come Michael Penix Jr. actually stayed in the Pac-12 and continued to play? And didn't do what most quarterbacks do like Ryan Leaf did back in the day. You have one good year, and then what do you do? You, you go play you go play pro ball that you're not ready for. We have seen all these quarterbacks that play a year, have a good year, when there wasn't an opportunity to get paid as a college player. Or if you did, nobody knew about it, Johnny Manziel, right? Until you got caught. Uh, and, and, and so now there's no pressure to go to the NFL. So these guys are staying in the college game, which is better for college football. It's also better for pro football because we're seeing these quarterbacks now uh, jump into the NFL game and actually be able to play because they've played longer. And we're actually seeing offenses now in the college level that actually mimic what we're seeing at the pro level. And so there are players out there that are on the West coast that are playing for the Huskies this year, that if they don't get the exposure throughout the country, then they're going to jump in that transfer portal too, and they're going to go and get paid. So I really think for teams like the Huskies, Ron, there's a gun to their head by future players that are going to say, hey, I want to be on TV. I want to make three to $9 million, and you know that's going to go up. And the only way to do that is to get exposure across the country. And because a lot of these Pac-12 games are played on a Friday night at 830 which is 1130 on the East coast. Nobody's watching those games. And if you don't believe me, I was surprised that Washington was able to get in at number two, but I wasn't surprised that Michael Penix jr. Will not be, he won't be, he, he will not be the Heisman winner this year and neither will books. It's going to be that young gentleman out of LSU because the country has been able to watch them. When you and I wake up, we get to see Auburn. We get to see Michigan. We get to see LSU. They don't see Washington and Washington State play. They don't see a lot of U.S. games unless they're traveling back to play Notre Dame, which is one of their rivals, because they don't have the TV time. So, hey, you guys, don't go anywhere. We will talk to you more in 60 seconds. Hey, you guys, Ron and Don here for Ron and Don Real Estate. We have some clients that are part of the Ron and Don Nation. They listen to the podcast. They called us a couple months ago, and they said, you know, we want to sell sometime – first part of the year in 2024, is it too early to be talking? And Ron, we said, absolutely not. In fact, they are looking for a home in Bend, Oregon right now. They're going to be moving from the Edmonds community. And the cool thing is this has given them enough time to, for us to come over. We all went over and we said, Hey, Here's some things, here's some work that you could do on your house, because they're, they're like, we're retired, we love to do some work, but point us in the right direction. Here's some work that you can do on your house, you're going to save lots of money, more money is going to show up in the sale. Here's some other things that when you guys are out of the house, I'll bring in a contractor and we'll correct and we'll fix. And then here's some other things you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't remedy. You shouldn't, you should pass this on. And a lot of it had to do with tile colors and remodeling all that. I said, you know what? Let's pass that on to the next buyer. And in the meantime, 
This has given them a lot of time to do their own work, prepare their own house, bring it to market. And Ron, they're going to save and make a lot of money because they reached out to us early, right? It all starts with a Ron and Don sit down. We can't emphasize that enough. We would love to meet with you, see if we'd make a good team. And you go to ronanddonsitdown.com, set up that Zoom meeting. Uh, I'll reach out to you as soon as I get it. We'll get it on the books and then we'll start your real estate process. It begins at ronanddonsitdown.com. Hey, you guys, Ron and Don here, Ron and Don Real Estate. Just want to emphasize to you, we have a lot of great realtor friends that just specialize in a neighborhood. So for a lot of my friends that work here in Queen Anne, if you're in Bothell, uh, they punt on that and they say, we're not the realtor for you. Or if you're down in Tacoma, they're like, yeah, we can't help. We don't drive to Tacoma. Ron and I drive to Tacoma. We drive to Bothell. In fact, I'm about to drive to Bothell right now. Ron, why do we drive to Tacoma and why do we drive to Bothell? It's Bottom line is because that's where the Ron and Don Nation lives, right? Yeah, that's right. We, uh, of course, on the radio for, for many, many years. And so we want to go to where you are. It's a philosophy. We, we said we're going to meet you where you're at, whether that's geographically, even in your life phase of where you're at. Let's say you've just had a parent uh, that went into assisted living or passed away. That is where you're at. So we're going to meet you right there, put together a custom game plan for you to get you the best result we possibly can. And I got to say, we've been getting some really good results for people in the Ron and Don Nation this year. And every single year we've been doing real estate. It starts with a sit down. Uh, that's a Zoom call that we're going to do with you to make sure we're a good team and then we're all aligned in the same direction. You go to ronanddonsitdown.com. That's ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. And again, we're talking about the University of Washington being disrespected. They're number two in the country. But I think Texas is still favored. Uh, and I think that's great because I think in college sports, as we see in pro sports, sometimes when you're the underdog, in fact, I think most of the time, it makes it a lot easier for the head coach as far as motivating those kids. So that game's coming up and who knows, maybe they'll be playing uh, Michigan next. And I would love, I was a little disappointed that I wouldn't see Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. Cause I thought initially Washington was going to play Michigan. So hopefully uh, that happens anyway. Uh, welcome back to the show. We were talking about some of the things that we purchased for ourselves. This is on Buzzfeed and they asked people, what have you spent money on that has actually cost you a lot of money, but you decided, Hey, you know what? Uh, it was worth it. I'll share something that I, that I bought last year. In fact, it was two years ago during the pandemic. And I actually bought two of these. Uh, I bought a, uh, indoor cycling Peloton bike for myself. And then also for one of our great clients and friends, uh, my friend, Joe, I bought a Peloton bike for him as a gift, as a Christmas birthday gift, thanking him for sending all uh, the business our way and also for just being a great partner in some of our businesses. So he still rides that Peloton to this day. He loves that Peloton. My Peloton is, in fact, I'm sitting in a studio right now where my Peloton really sits and uh, it's no longer in the studio because there's no room for it. So it's out in my hallway. And now I kind of don't know what to do with it because I don't really have a place for it in the house. Uh, so 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 anyway, and, and I have to say, I've really enjoyed going back to the gym. My son and I just did a trail run, a five mile trail run together that I'll share uh, share a little more on our next episode. 
uh, I'm finding myself really enjoying exercising since COVID with other people. Cause a lot of times for Ron and I, when we're doing this business, uh, we're at home by ourselves or I'm at home right now recording in our studio. He's in Barcelona by himself. And, and, and where we, so you spend a lot of alone time, spend a lot of time in the car, driving around. Uh, we just did two deals down in Gig Harbor. And, and so driving down to Gig Harbor, you're just, you're, you're in the car a lot and you're alone a lot. And um, if I'm going to go out and ride a bike and I do it outside with other people, or I do it at the gym or run on the treadmill or lift weights. And I see my friends, Justin or Mike or another Don who's 85 years old. Uh, I just like the social aspect of that. So spend a lot of money on that. Joe loves it. Who knows? Maybe I'll be selling mine in the future. I do have to say though, I did spend a lot of money on a bed, about $12,000 on a bed a few years ago. And I thought, wow, this is so much money for this bed, but I was getting married at the time. And so I went out with my fiance, we picked out this bed and after laying down on this bed, she laid on this bed. Gunner was much younger than he laid down on that bed. We fell in love with this bed. So I didn't lose my child. I still have him. I lost the fiance. I didn't lose the bed. Uh, it took a lot of work to get it into my house. Cause we had to hoist it up. It wouldn't uh, fit up my stairwell. So we had to hoist it up a, uh, uh, through the, through the backyard and we had to hoist it up. <laughs> I think I had five people over here moving the bed. And I don't think, I think when I sell the house, Ron, I think, I think the bed uh, stays here, but I love that bed. I get so much rest on that bed. Anytime I lay in that bed. And in fact, during COVID, uh, my son and I, I, I asked my therapist, I'm like, Hey, my son wants to come in and sleep in the bed with me. And the bed is as big as a football field. And she said, why not? Uh, it's, it's, it, she said, I don't think it's a weird thing. He just wants to connect with another human. And so now even once a week, he'll come in and we'll watch a movie together. We're gonna do it this weekend. We're gonna watch spirited, uh, with Will Ferrell and we'll make a special meal. And he, I, and Charlie, uh, we'll jump up in the bed. I'm going to ask Ron real quick what his things are, but first some of the things from Buzzfeed, uh, one woman said, I, I get a weekly meal box. It's $89 for six meals. I hate to cook. All I have to do is microwave them and they're nutritious. She said, I was sucked into the six weeks promotional price, but I really am. So I just continue uh, to get those. Another Reddit person said, uh, Hey, and more expensive clothing that doesn't fall apart in a year. I think that that's a good idea. Uh, somebody else got a Tempur-Pedic mattress, a king. They, they, they love a Toto toilet with a Toto uh, washlet, which uh, I think is an idea. I've gone over to other people's houses before and I'm like, wow, that feels kind of weird and invigorating. And at the same time, you don't have to use toilet paper. It's kind of amazing. Uh, Invisalign, the cost expensive. Yeah. I just bought this for my son this year, just to get started. It's about six grand. Uh, but having straight teeth for the first time in my life and in, uh, in the forties is priceless. Uh, someone said my recent trip to Japan, I always wanted to go. Uh, one woman said my dog, I've spent so much money on my dog. She's almost seven. And since then she's either wearing my money, chewing my money or eating my money. I don't regret it one bit. Ron, what say you? <laughs> that one makes sense. Awesome. If you've had a lot of pets, buy a horse sometime and, and to see how much money you spend. Um, I think the one, the, the question is something you overspent for and don't regret it. Correct. That's what the, the question they're asking is. Yeah. yeah. I think that my biggest overspend that I ended up not regretting and I really didn't know was my little experiment with my tiny house up on the river. I had no idea if I would use it very much. I had no idea all of the costs that were, I didn't have no idea, but I, 
I didn't realize how much it, it, it sort of keeps snowballing. It's like, oh, I guess I need to get electrical and I guess I need to do this. And I guess I need a shed. And like all of these expenses continued to mushroom uh, for the first couple of years, like getting getting the thing actually functioning the way I wanted to. So that was a, a, a very big expense for me. And but I don't regret it now. So when uh, I'm able to go up there uh, uh, in the summertime or when it's it's uh, good weather and you're hanging out and you've been up there, I can invite friends up or do a little party and have a campfire like it really um, is something that I enjoy doing. So that one was something that I had to swallow hard and just go, well, I'm going to find out if I like this or if this was a huge mistake. And so luckily so far, it, it, it has not been a huge mistake. Yeah. Anything you bought that you, that you regret? I, when I got divorced and all of the stuff that you, you know, you get half of the things and they get half of the things. And so, you know, I, I, people do it different ways. Like sometimes people get different colored post-it notes and they walk through their house and, you know, they flip a coin and someone goes first and they put their post-it note on, on this item. And then the other person puts a post-it note on that item. And so, all the stuff that I didn't get, I went out and I bought a better version of every single thing. And I did it. <laughs> my, my, my motivation was not pure. So I didn't get the TV. So I went and bought a bigger TV. I didn't get the coffee maker. So I bought a better coffee maker. And just down the line, um, I, I kind of out of spite and kind of, um, like it was nobody but myself I was competing with. Some of those things that I did in that phase were gratuitous and were immature. Um, but and so I if I had to do that over again, I wouldn't have just gone down the line and like, oh yeah, well I'm getting a bigger TV. And oh yeah, well I'm getting you know, I I basically did that <laughs> like I was you know, I was nine years old and um not not proud of that move. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I want you to know, Ron, I think you're Riz. What is Riz? Uh it's the Oxford word of the year. Let's talk about it next. Hey, it's Ron and Don here with Mitch Weeks. You know him better as Mitch.loans. Mitch, you have a really cool new product for investors. I think it's kind of the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah, so we have a great new investor cash flow program. And what this is, is we take the house you are buying and we inspect it, not you, the borrower. And so what we do is we look at the house and we say, will it cash flow? If you put 20% down, will it make more money than it's going to cost you to keep paying off your mortgage? And if it does, it's yours. It doesn't matter what you you make on your own. It doesn't matter. All these other things that we usually have to document, they don't matter. They're gone. It's just, does this house make sense? And if it does, you can buy it. All right. So you can go up to four doors, up to four units on this. And uh, Don and I have never heard of a product like this. It's pretty exciting if you've been wanting to get into the investment game. So go to Mitch.loans right now. Set up a time to talk to Mitch. See if you qualify for this new program. That's Mitch.loans. All right, you guys, welcome back to uh, the Ron and Don show. Uh, earlier in the year, Coach Ron, Coach Scotty, and Coach Don were, were, were coaching the Cowboys. 
and I asked my son how he thought uh, things were going with the team, and he told me that all the kids thought that all the coaches were Riz, and I was like, what? He said, "Yeah, all all the all the guys think you guys are Riz," <laughs> and I'm like, "What is Riz?" And uh, Riz is actually kind of cool. You attract people to you. You kind of have a magnetic personality. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual. It can just be, and it doesn't have to be boyfriend girlfriend, or it it doesn't have to be a romantic connection. It can it can just be that that you're super cool. And that you attract people to you because of the way that you carry yourself, your Riz. And so he started explaining to me who was Riz at school and who wasn't. And then I also found out that in most areas of my life through the course of the year that I'm not Riz. And I asked him this morning how I was, what my Riz factor was. Uh, and he gave me about a three right now. <laughs> this is the word of the year, correct? Yeah. So so Riz is the word of the year. And then there's some other words. Uh, in fact, recently I went with my friend Liz. She loves Taylor Swift. And Liz, if you're listening, I love that you know all the words, but you sing a little off key. Uh, we went to a movie theater over in Bellevue because Taylor Swift then filmed her concert. If you couldn't go to the concert, then you could go to the movie and watch the concert. So we went there and it was mostly women, their kids, and then, and then a middle-aged man like me. And boy, everybody knew the words. They sang all the words. And I thought it would just be, it would go on for an hour and a half, like most movies. And you would get to see, you know, songs were here or there. Taylor Swift announces at, at, at the beginning, it's the Eras tour and that she's singing songs from all 10 or 11 of her albums. And I'm like, holy shit balls. How long am I going to have to be here? It went on and on. And I'm sitting there with my Taylor Swift popcorn, my Taylor Swift cup. And, and, and the reason I bring this up is because the, 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 the word that came up, the, the runner up word was Swifty, right? So all the Swifties were there. Those are people that follow Taylor Swift. I guess I was a Swifty that night and Ron, it went on for an hour and a half. Cause that's how long that concert goes on. So uh, her, her another runner up on the culture is absolutely astonishing this year like yeah, if you're, if you're out of the loop and not really paying attention to taylor swift like her impact when she started dating travis kelsey of the of the of the nfl's kansas city chiefs the ratings for the game went up 37 percent because people they kept showing taylor swift in the luxury box think about that for a minute nfl's already the highest rated television product uh week in and week out taylor swift being at a game made the ratings go up 30 37 percent so i mean she, she her impact is insane yeah and it was announced this morning that she's time person of the year i'm surprised swifty wasn't the word of the year uh and, and then she it was interesting because she sat down it was just her and her dog travis kelsey and his brother now uh they have a podcast called new heights it's the number one podcast in the world uh he always gives shout outs to her and the swifties because that's who made it the number one podcast for all the Swifties and he and his brother. In fact, my son and I listened to it because we like the Kelsey brothers. He likes them a lot because Travis was amazing on Saturday night live. We laughed and laughed and laughed when he was on there. Um, and so she's been named time person of the year. She sat down and they said, Hey, was your first date when you showed up in the luxury box? He said, no, 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 we wouldn't do something like that. She said, when, when I heard him give me a shout out on his podcast, I thought it was all metal. 
I don't know what that means to be all metal, but she thought it was all metal. And then she reached out to him. They started dating. And by the time she showed up in the luxury box, uh, they had been actually dating for months. So anyway, uh, kind of a cool love story. Swifty is the backup word. And the third word is actually my, my favorite word. What's the situation ship? I like that word a lot as well. <laughs> That's a great combination. So it's that one is if you're, you're dating someone, it's yeah. not quite a relationship, but you're still dating. Uh, you're not, it's, it's, it's that weird in between phase. That's a situation ship. That's a great yeah, word. You're seeing if that person is Riz. You're wondering, wow, they're a Swifty, so they must be Riz. And so you're hanging out and you're going to a Taylor Swift movie about a concert that's that's three and a half hours long, and that's the situation ship. So hey you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, thanks for making us your broadcasters, your friends in 2023, and also making us your realtors. In fact, coming up in the next episode, we just did two deals down in Gig Harbor. Because Ron, even though we live in Seattle, you live on South Lake Union, I live here on Queen Anne. We sell the sound, don't we? Absolutely sell the sound in the entire state of what someone asked me the other day. It's like, Hey, I'm looking at this land over on the, on the Eastern side of the mountains. Could you do that deal? And I said, yeah, I, I did a deal in Chelan. Uh, we're represented buyers that bought land over there. So we're licensed in the entire state, but we like to sell the sound. So doing deals all the way from gig Harbor up to Everett on the East side in Bellevue, Redmond, Kirkland, uh, we do it all. Yeah. Last couple of weeks, two deals in gig Harbor. And we just did another uh, deal in Bothell as well, getting ready to do deals in Edmonds, which is pretty cool. And another deal over here next door, just in Magnolia. So we do sell the sound. If you need us, we have Ron and Don players. Uh, we call them playbooks. It actually is an ebook. It takes about 25 minutes to read. Sit down with your Ron and Don coffee mug. If you sit down with us, we'll send you one or we'll bring you one. And it says, I sat down with Ron and Don. So if you're down, if you're on the buyer side, it says, hey, if you're a buyer, here's some of the questions you should be asking before you go out and buy. This is how you prepare yourself. These are how you understand what your levers are, what your levers are not. Uh, if you're on the sell side, here's when you should start talking to your realtor. Here's the things that you should need to do. Here's the net proceeds. In other words, here's some of the fees that you're going to have to pay. And this is the money, though, that you should expect to get back in the deal. Here's some of the taxes that you're going to have to pay. Here's how you talk about commissions with your realtor now. All those kind of things. That's in the playbook. We're here to help. We do something called a Ron and Don sit down and we'll sit down with you today. So just reach out to us, ronandonsitdown.com, or you can write Ron at ronanddon.com. We'll send you one of those buyer or seller playbooks. Even though Ron's in Barcelona, I'm here in Seattle. We are doing business during the holidays. In fact, we've been doing a lot of business. So just reach out to us and we'll be here to help. Get signed up for the newsletter. If you want to see some of the pictures of Ron in Barcelona this week, uh, he'll be putting up some of those pictures, which is really great. And also, uh, we have a special holiday message for everyone. We don't sell your information. We send you something maybe three times a month. So if you want the Ron and Don newsletter, uh, you can also get signed up at ronanddonsitdown.com. Thanks for listening to us. Don't forget the Les Troy toy drive is going on. If you listen to this before December 14th, drop off a new toy. We appreciate everyone that has stopped by and dropped that off. And they're making sure that every child, not just in Western Washington, but throughout Washington State, gets a toy, which is 
is a symbol that a child is not forgotten and that you belong to us. Until next time, you keep your head up and your shoulders back. You've been listening to The Ron and Don Show on The Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Thank <laughs> you.